Welcome back to another episode of Cameras and Caffeine, the show where I help you take your creative passion and turn it into an innovative side hustle. What do skyscraper climbing, photography, and real estate have in common? Well, all of them culminate in the person that sits right in front of me right now, Zach Stevenson. What's going on, everybody? Zach is a realtor and skyscraper urban explorer photographer in Charlotte, North Carolina, where we actually are right now. You may notice the studio is a little bit different, and that's because it's not my studio. It is, in fact, the studio in Zach's real estate office. Heck yeah. So today we are drinking Keurig coffee with cinnamon toast crunch creamer. Um, it's a very unique blend. Let's just say that. Not sponsored, but if you need to buy a house in North Carolina, go to my buddy Zach. He'll get you taken care of. Uh, These guys are solid. They're great. They're all very nice. Heck yeah. So, Zach, um, what you do is very unique. It's something that not a lot of people, um, have the courage and like, just kind of like comfort, you know, ability to get out of their comfort zone to do. Right. Um, so I really want to like kind of get into just what you do. So for those who have never seen your content, um, if you had to kind of sum up what you do and what the craziest things you do with <clears throat> skyscraper climbing photography mm-hmm. are, what would you say? If you had to sum it up, um, we pretty much go to big cities. We find skyscrapers. We find some kind of way to get on top of said skyscrapers. And we shoot crazy cool video photos. Uh, we work with brands, do all kinds of stuff like that. <clears throat> I'm also going to be super congested throughout this whole thing, so I apologize. Um, we both are. We um, both are completely. Allergies, mess. Oh, it's bad. And I got over the flu about two weeks ago, too. And so that's actually why I had a huge gap in the release between episode one and episode two of this show. Yeah. Um, I released episode one March 1st. Episode two was March 24th. Oh, wow. It took me forever. To, I lost my voice like a week before I had the flu. And so, you know, I flew over to Charlotte yesterday and like the pollen has just been, oh, my gosh. Killer. <clears throat> you know, kind of going into what you're talking about with all that, though, um, what got you into photography and your creative passion that you pursue now? As far as photography, like generalized, I'd say um, in 2017, I went to New York City for the first time. It was my first time flying. Um, I took a flight up there and uh, I ended up getting my hands on a camera and I just started playing around with the camera in New York City. It was winter. It was snowing. It was beautiful. Um, and I just, I fell in love with that camera and I'm like, wow, taking pictures is super sick. Um, I can, whatever I'm doing, whatever like moments and memories I'm making, I can capture. And I feel like that's, that's kind of every photographer's story in a sense. Um, but so I, I took that a month later, I got my first camera, started shooting and, um, it just, it just, you know, exploded from there. Really. That's crazy. And like the type of photography you got into, um, it's very unconventional because like a Mm -hmm. lot of, in the sense that like not a lot of people, say, hey, how am I going to... Because you talked about this uh, with me yesterday. Sure. Charlotte's a very saturated market yep. um, for photo and video. Yep. And so you really have to do something to set yourself apart. Exactly. And I, I realized that when I came to Charlotte because growing up around Charlotte, I never really came into the city um, with my family or any of that in, in so like a special occasions or whatever. But um, when I finally you know got old enough, got a car, got some free time, whatever, I would come into the city and do some photography. And I'm like, okay, if I want to make a business out of this, if I want to make money out of this, I need to do something different because everyone and their brother, everyone and their mother is a photographer. And um, I had to set myself apart. So I started reaching out to other creators and I found this dude um, who was doing a little bit of rooftoping. He was from Vermont and uh, he was climbing some stuff. And I'm like, whoa, this is freaking insane. Like this would, if I could get into this, niche i would completely set myself apart from everybody so we set a date to hang out um we brought a couple other friends and um 
we just we went on top of this hotel and i had no idea what i was getting myself into i was in business casual i'm wearing a freaking button-up um jeans like i had my camera um and to get in this particular building we had to go into the parking garage go up the stairs of the parking garage and then um there was like this gap in you know how when stairs go up there's like a gap in the middle well this gap was only about a foot wide okay and we had to climb up the wall right and there was this air conditioner vent that we had to stand on or this light fixture we had to climb up this air conditioner vent stand on this light fixture okay and then reach up to this gap this foot wide gap in the staircase and climb up and uh, i had zero upper body strength so um <clears throat> my friend he, who is like a parkour beast just spider-man up the wall in two seconds and we're all dumbstruck but then he finds this like small hand towel in the staircase and he holds it down okay and he's holding it down to us so we like somehow climb towards this light fixture and we reach up and we grab this hand towel and he pulls us up and we're like gripping onto the hand towel then we're on top of the light fixture now we have to go another six feet up to get towards the staircase gap this foot foot wide gap um and of course i can't make it because i have zero upper body strength i'm standing on top of the light fixture um for context there's probably a 10 15 foot drop 20 foot drop something like that it's huge it is a very tall staircase the towel um, is like standing between you and um, <clears throat> not really i wouldn't say certain death more like certain injury maybe oh, possible lots of broken bones 100 yeah. percent. lots and lots of broken bones a not Definitely. so fun trip to the local hospital for exactly sure. exactly but so now i have um and i have a video of this that i can show you later but i have i'm sweating buckets <laughs> and i have a friend two friends gra holding onto my arms okay and um at this point they're pulling me up up to this gap and um my legs are just dangling at this point i'm off the light fixture so i am literally dangling and there i have one friend on each arm pulling me up through this gap and i'm grabbing onto like these metal bars and i'm trying to hoist myself up i'm like losing strength in my arms i'm so sweaty i'm like their hands are slipping their grips are slipping but finally, they were able to pull me up. Uh, I helped, you know, as much I can, as much as I could, and got we got in the staircase, got on the roof. It was, it was. I'm like, adrenaline's going crazy already because I'm like, I literally said, you can hear me laughing. I'm, I was somehow so I'm like, life is in your hands right now, guys. You can just like pull me up. It'd be great. Um, but we got up there, and you can see the the first ever picture of me rooftoping on my Instagram is literally just me business casual. Like I'm like grasping the edge of the roof and like peeking over with my camera scared to death but um and that was the first step and after that I, I really fell in love with it I really fell in love with the freedom that it gave you like the feeling of freedom and being on top of the world is just incredible um and I just kept doing it ever since and I just kept pushing those those boundaries pushing those fears um to be able to conquer that fear of heights and all the other fear that comes with it and those who are kind of curious about the um risks and everything related to all this too. I do want to provide a bit of a disclaimer. Zach is profoundly respectful, careful, and he's very mindful of legal situations with all of this too. Um, so I'm not encouraging, or he's not, none of us are encouraging no, no. you all to go climb the Empire State Building. Please do not do that. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's so interesting though, because it's a niche that like you've got into, like not a lot of people do. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we talk a lot on this podcast about 
ways to turn passions into income generating side hustles. I yep. mean, that's literally pretty much the slogan that yeah. I open every episode with. Right. Um, so kind of like relating to that, we talked a bit about this yesterday after yep. I flew in. Yep. How did you start generating income from this? And how would you recommend, like, you know, like what's the path for turning something like this into a side hustle? So it can get a little tricky due to the nature of what it is. So it's not like you can just start blasting it out there and be like, hey, do you want to climb a skyscraper? Pay me and I will take you up there because that gets very tricky very fast as far as like liability and safety and all this other stuff. So we don't really do that. Um, what we do, what we can do and what I have done to turn this into something that I can create income is work with products and brands and clothing and stuff because that doesn't require anybody else to be there other than the people in my circle that I trust. Um, so pretty much the gist of it is I reach out to these brands, to these big brands, um, athletic companies, shoes, watches, t-shirts, hoodies, whatever the case may be. We, we've done pocket watches, like literally everything. And we're pretty much just like, Hey, we can provide professional grade photos and videos. Um, unlike something that you've never seen before. And I want you to take a look at my feed and like pretty much just let me know what you think. And they're always like, Whoa. This is insane. Um, and we, we pretty much just provide something that nobody else can give them pretty much because everybody can just go out and take some clothes, go out into the streets of Charlotte or Los Angeles or whatever and take some sick street photos. You know, everybody can do that. And um, nobody can just get on top of the world and showcase somebody's brand because every every brand wants to set themselves up apart from other brands you know just like we want as creatives want to set us ourselves apart from other creators brands have the same exact mindset because there are a million up-and-coming clothing brands there are a million up-and-coming watch brands so they see that opportunity to do something that nobody else is doing and they want to capitalize on that so um we just do photo packages and we're like just send us whatever you want marketing material of and we will go out and get some sick content and usually they'll give us creative freedom with it and they're like that's like you guys are doing some sick stuff we trust it just get us some awesome content we're like heck yeah so that's kind of how we've turned it into a little bit of an income producing side hustle as you could say and your situation is so interesting too with like how you're able to how you've succeeded so well with it right um because you obviously you're in real estate but that's a fairly recent um, development yep no pun intended there um um, you know, with all of that, though, like, would you classify yourself as a, even if you're kind of shifting out of it now, but would you have classified yourself as a full-time creative? Yes, absolutely. 100%. This was like my main source of income. This is what I was doing all the time. Like if anybody were to ask like professionally, like what I did, I'd, I'd, I would say like, oh, you know, I own a small multimedia marketing company. We specialize in niche photography and videography. Um, and that was, that would kind of be my answer of what I do for a living. That's a great way to market yourself. And like, oh, yeah. that's, I mean, it's, it's just crazy. The substance of what you've built with it. Right. Um, and it, it's just, you know, I, we talk a lot about value on a lot of the um, episodes of this podcast because value is critical to what you provide, you know, in terms of a service and product, especially when you're a service based, um, freelance, uh, freelancer yeah. um, or contractor. And, you know, the value you provide and the fact that you, the way you set yourself apart within this space is remarkable and it's shown itself to be very successful. Mm -hmm. And that's just what I find so interesting about it. Cause like, I mean, if you, you literally, you could walk up to somebody and if they're curious about like, Oh, well you do, you have a camera. Like you explain this to them. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, dude, your life's a movie. Um, and <laughs> honestly, like I've had a couple, you know, we have some mutual friends and like, mm -hmm. you know, I told you yesterday, one of them was like, man, he, he is like a movie. 
Yeah, I remember one when, when I first got started here uh, doing real estate. We all sat around this table, and everybody's like, "Tell something, you know, interesting about yourself." Um, when I first started, we have a weekly meeting here, and I'm like, uh, "I climb skyscrapers for fun in my spare time." Everybody's like, "What?" <laughs> like, are you Spider Man? And I'm like, "Not that cool, but I try." <laughs> I mean, you look like Tobey Maguire. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I've never heard that before. Man, that's really cool. And, you know, kind of talking about the movie aspect of it. Like, for example, Zach is on TikTok. Um, and Zach's gotten a lot more value out of TikTok than most people have. Um, you met your girlfriend on TikTok. I and did. she lives in California? California, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's just like, it, you're like the king of long distance with that. <laughs> like, that's crazy. So. Um, How'd that happen? That was, that was like 2020 going kind of like mid 2020. Um, I just, you know, COVID's going on. I had just gotten back from Europe. Uh, I spent a couple of weeks in Europe, you know, climbing like old cathedrals and doing all kinds of crazy cool stuff. And, um, I was just scrolling through TikTok one day and then she just shows up on my feed and I'm like, Oh, like comment, follow doo doo. She likes comments, follows back. And then friendship started, blah, 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 you know, the whole nine yards. Um, and, I, I had been wanting to go somewhere. I was I was getting travel fever, as you know we all do. I, you know I was I'm like, okay, I need to go somewhere. It's been a couple months since I got back from Europe, and I just I gotta go somewhere. And I was planning on going to like Massachusetts or something like that. And then that trip ended up getting canceled. So I'm like, okay, I still have this travel fever. You know, I still have this money set aside. Um, and we had been building quite the friendship. And I'm like, huh, how about I come out to Los Angeles and we hang out? And, um, she's like, that sounds like a sick idea. Um, her mom ended up like not being okay with that idea because I'm just an internet stranger. Right. Um, she's like, the biggest thing was like, what if he's a human trafficker? Like, you know, and, um, that's completely valid to like these days. Absolutely. So we like wrote her an essay. She like Allie, she wrote, uh, her name's Allie. She wrote her mom an essay of why it's beneficial and like why he's not a human trafficker. And then I went out with a friend of mine, uh, a couple friends of mine and made a video, like a five minute long video of why I'm not a human trafficker. I went out, I, I met my, we like, we met my parents. It was like a vlog pretty much. We met my parents. We went to the local community theater that I had worked at. We did like showed my town. We did like all this like expose of me. Right. And she showed her parents and they're like, okay, this guy's pretty cool. He went in like, he didn't, he didn't take no for an answer and he went and did all this stuff because he wants to hang out pretty much. So, um, all that went forward. I got up with a buddy of mine who I had literally, I posted on Instagram cause I had like another ticket or something and I wanted somebody to come with. Um, so I just posted on my Instagram, like who's down to come to Los Angeles and, and just chill with me. And, um, the only person that was actually like ready to just sending me the money with somebody I had never met before. No idea who this dude was. His name was Jeremy. Um, <clears throat> and he's like, well, maybe we should like hang out first um, before I, I just fly with a complete stranger and like stay with him. And I'm like, dude, that's totally a great idea. I kind of want to meet you too. Um, I'm like, what are you doing this weekend? I'm like, he's like, he's, I'm free. And I'm like, you want to climb a construction crane? And he's like, a what? And I'm like, a construction crane. You want to climb a construction? I mean, he's like, okay. So I, we go out, have a sick freaking adventure, hanging off these freaking cranes, taking some sick photos. Um, like a couple days later, fly to Los Angeles, stay in an Airbnb in Long Beach, California, uh, meet up with Allie, hang out, go to the beach. It's freaking great. F stay the whole weekend, fly back. And then she came out to North Carolina a couple months later, and then we just started going back and forth, going, you know, flying back and forth. And it's freaking it's sick. That's awesome. 
and I mean, you just you've got so much of an interesting story to tell to people with all of that. Yeah, and that's why I like sharing your background with it first, kind of before we get into all this other stuff, because right. it's like wow. You know, it's it's cool too because like I've known you since 2016, roughly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been friends with you for like six years. Yes. And like we've always talked about hanging out, you know, popping up to Charlotte. Oh yeah. And doing something. And I live in the Shoals, Alabama. Currently, it's the top left corner of the state. Um, I'm three hours from Memphis, and I am about an hour and a half from Corinth, roughly. I'm thinking it's Corinth. Yeah. Um, and Mississippi, and you know, two hours from Nashville, and so I'm kind of in the middle of all that. And a new airline actually came to town Mm -hmm. like a month, not even a month ago now, half a month ago, um, called Contour Airlines. And they had $50 one-way flights to Charlotte. It's like, and how can you miss that opportunity? So I booked one. Like, I literally called you up. I think I was in the middle of a coffee shop. You probably heard all the noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, like, dialed it in. I bought the ticket. And here we are. It's my spring break, too. I'm in my last five weeks of college. And so... You know, it's it's just awesome though to get to hang out with you, man, and get to do all this and oh, yeah. see all this. And We're making so much content in just the span of like a couple of days. It's crazy. It's literally a content weekend. That's what I put on my Instagram too. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you guys want to follow me, uh, it's R-B-R-A-D-Y, Jordan, R-B-R-A-D-Y, Jordan. And he is Zach. Zach.visuals is my main like photography um, type climbing skyscraper stuff. And at Zach.exp is my real estate and podcast page. Yeah, and definitely, I said it earlier, slightly like joking tone, but no, I, I'm serious. If you yeah. do need to buy a house, highly recommend checking in with him. He knows what he's doing. He's really diligent with it, and he's very good at what he does. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's Zach with C-H, right? Yes. Just to provide C-H. that. So it's Z-A-C-H dot visuals and Z-A-C-H dot E-X-P. Yep. That's awesome. It. He's got a spam account, too, but I don't think he wants me to plug that. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, kind of getting back on track to what we were talking about with making a living with it. Sure. Um how what's the biggest challenge you faced with making that full time um the biggest challenge is and i feel like this is the case um for a lot of freelancers and that's consistency because it is you know going out and shooting is not that hard right but going out and shooting consistently and getting those clients um can be a little challenging for some people especially in highly saturated markets and especially with you know a lot of the the paying gigs and stuff because like Samantha that's get who's, you know, Joe Schmo that's getting married, they don't care that I climb skyscrapers. Like, sure, it's cool, but they're getting married and that's what they need to focus on, you know? Unless and it's on top of a skyscraper. Unless they're getting married on top of a skyscraper, right. But um like they have every inclination to just go with somebody who only shoots weddings, right? Um so like I said, it's like the the whole skyscraper thing can best be tied into um brands and people that I could incorporate that with. So it's kind of like harder to get normal, quote unquote, normal shoots. But I have been able to do that. It just has been a a bit of a challenge. Like you have to do more reaching out. You have to do other work other than just skyscraper stuff. You have to do like normal shoots and you have to build a portfolio doing that. And I did that um, and I'm good now. Uh, I actually landed my one of my biggest clients in December, which is uh, Credit Karma. Um, You know, you check your credit score on creditkarma.com. And um, I was in charge of their videography for their uh, internal Christmas party. And they rented out the entire through like three, four stories of the um, NASCAR Hall of Fame. It was huge event. They uh, they hired uh, an event like company that just puts on massive events. They had catering staff, full weight staff on every floor. 
They had um, multiple like stations for everything. They flew in photographers from San Francisco, an entire company of photographers that set up booths and they would take the pictures and then it would immediately like it would be connected to a computer and then they would print them out on the span of like two minutes. Wow. They would just take your picture. It would like high quality Canon like photo printer or whatever, just print it out and then give it to the people. Um, and they had three of those booths set up. They had one on each floor. And it was just massive event. Like all of their corporate came. It was it was crazy. Um, and then I just, their executive um, event coordinator just got back with me and wants me to shoot another event. So that's super sick. How did you land Credit Karma as a client? So that's an interesting story. I have a, a friend of mine who works in the audiovisual industry. He does, he works a lot for uh, NASCAR concerts, stuff like that, doing AV stuff. He somehow overheard someone um, who like works at Credit Karma or something talking about it, about how they like, uh, they're doing a huge Christmas party soon. They're looking for a videographer still. And he like jumped in and he's like, Hey, I know a guy and gave him my details. Some lady reached out to pretty much vet me first and like look over portfolio and stuff. And then check your credit score, check my credit score, all that, all that good stuff. Yeah. And then another dude reached out who was, um, kind of running, coordinating the event itself with that company. And I kind of, I, he was kind of the liaison. And then, um, once I actually got there was when I met the executive event coordinator and kind of talked with her a little bit, but that was super sick. That's awesome. And, you know, kind of talking about, um, getting clients because that's something that a lot of people struggle with. There are a lot mm-hmm. of um, local kind of like creatives that I work with to help them build a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the number one questions I've gotten individually. And it's something that even I'm still figuring out. Like right. you're, you're never truly done learning in this kind of field. Oh, no. Um, and, you know, with getting clients, like I have some advice on it, but I really want to hear what you have to say about it because I feel like you've got a completely different experience with sure. it than most people would in my market. So there's no like one way that you can just focus on to get clients. It's it has to be it has to be a combination of a lot of different things. Um, DM campaigns are great. You know, social media is such a tool for creators because it it's like a mobile portfolio pretty much, and it's a platform that you can use for that. So DM campaigns, just building a presence on social media, emails, having a website helps out a lot to be able to show people, especially as you get more into the professional side of things. Um, Another great benefit is just I've gotten so many clients from just word of mouth. Just make a name for yourself as like a good creator who cares about what they do, who's fun to be around, you mm-hmm. know, and people will you'll get so many referrals because everybody needs a photographer at some point. Everybody needs a videographer at some point. Somebody owns a, a local brewery, whatever the case is, and they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know a guy. Yeah, 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 Brady. Oh, yeah, man, he, he does all that stuff. Let me let me give you his info. And so that that is super crucial of always be looking for that, you know. Everything and something that I'm also learning to translate into real estate and something that I learned as I got into real estate is everybody can be a potential client or if not in the rare case that if not, they know a potential client. So if you can somehow work in what you do to almost every conversation you have with anybody or a stranger and not in an obnoxious way, it's just it's so easy to just slip in there and just be like, oh, yeah, man, I remember, you know, last week I was at this shoot um, and that, you know, that ties into what you said, uh, because when we were shooting, we did this, blah, 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 blah. And now they're like, shoot. And like, oh, yeah, man, I'm a photographer. I do it full time, man. You know, and then they're like, oh, that's sick. My freaking cousin Martha needs a photographer next Wednesday. And you just got yourself a gig. Yeah. You know, and it's 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 sometimes it is that simple. Um, So just be present. 
you know, be out, put yourself out there. Um, and, uh, you'll get clients. Definitely. That's what you said really resonates with me in that because that's, um, I've referrals are kind of, I've made a name for myself in the market that I'm in with referrals. Right. Um, I've built the majority of my business that I've got now with referrals Mm -hmm. and it's such a powerful tool. And, you know, we talked about this yesterday a bit and actually the guest on your podcast, I was on his podcast yesterday, but someone else was too on a separate episode, um, talked about it too, but a huge place where I've gotten the majority of my clients and done the exact same thing you were talking about, about kind of like just working in what you do has been coffee shops, coffee shops, hence cameras and caffeine. (laughs) Um, caffeine has literally, I owe a large degree of success in my networking, um, branches and everything that I've built out to coffee. Um, cause I always seek out a coffee shop no matter where I'm at. Yeah. Um, I've been to a coffee shop in every state that I've ever traveled to. Yeah. Um, and you know, with that, um, I think coffee shops are so powerful because you can hang out there and obviously if you're editing, your camera's going to be out. Exactly. That's a huge, a huge thing. Or just yeah. carry your camera around, you know? One of my favorite um, photography professors um, at, at my university is like, calls it bait. <laughs> <laughs> you, you put it out. Um, you kind of like bring him in. Um, it's like, oh, what's that? And it's funny because that's literally what's happened to me before. I met a location scout um, from Los Angeles in the middle of Florence, Alabama in a coffee shop. Wow. And the reason was because he saw my camera rig. Yeah. He just walked up to me. He's like, oh, what do you do? And I ended up keeping in contact with him. I still am to this day. I gave him my card and I gave him a ton of locations Yeah, that he's, I think he ended up or he's going to end up using some of those locations across the state of Alabama Sick. for a documentary. And it's just, it's remarkable. All of that came from, I had some bait at a table and a laptop and I was editing photos at a coffee shop. Yeah. And like, that's also where I get a ton of clients from just talking about what I do, like like you said, working that into conversation. Right. Um, I met a guy the other day who was, you know, like he had a New Mexico um, hat on. If you're listening to this, hello, how are you? Um, it's, he had all that on, you know, I just started talking about New Mexico and all that stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, I've got some family out there. Um, and I went out there in 2019. I got a lot of really great photos and I'm hoping to get clients out there at some point. He's like, clients, what do you do? Exactly. That's where you start. Exactly. Um, and I gave him my card. I've heard from him and I'm getting back to him and my inquiry pipeline and everything. And Sick. so, you know, it's just stuff like that. Um, and he just wants to like meet up, you know, yeah. get coffee sometime. And, like that's how stuff starts with clients and people all over. Yeah. And like you said, even if like you're not trying to be a used car salesman at all. And no. Um, you're just literally being a friend to people, as many yeah. people as you can. Uh-huh. And if they know someone, like you said, who needs it, I've got this great friend that does this. Yep. Like that's, yeah. I mean, that's just so great. Oh yeah. Um, you know, kind of going off that. So, you know, getting clients too consistently, I think is something important that I think isn't covered as much with a lot of ways. Right. Um, what's the way that you've kept your clients coming back? Um, obviously the, the, you know, the, the obvious one is make, do your best, make freaking quality, quality content that they're going to, their socks are going to be blown off by because if their socks are blown off, then they're much more likely to, you know, to come back or to um, refer you or whatnot mm-hmm. and remind them too, especially busier clients and stuff. You might have a, a bigger client and you do something for them and they're like, all right, cool. Thank you. You know, they pay your invoice, whatever. And then time goes by 
time passes. You never hear from them again. Um, and that's most likely just because they're so busy. They probably just forgot about you. And if you just send them a DM, send them an email and just be like, Hey, I'm just checking in to see if, you know, you might need any content coming up. You know, I've got some availabilities in my schedule and I'd love to, to jump in and help out. And then that'll remind them of your existence kind of. And they'll be like, Oh shoot. Yeah. He did that awesome video for us a couple months ago dude, let's bring him in. We actually, and I've had that several times happen to me. We're all DM somebody and they're like, oh yeah, we actually just have a a spring collection coming up and we'd love for you to shoot it. And that would not have happened if you didn't reach out. And something that's true of both the content world and the real estate world is follow up is so important. And um, that will happen. If you don't follow up, nothing else will come of it. So um, don't always count on people to remember you. I mean, that's something I haven't even really considered um, you learn something new every day and you always learn something from working with people who want to do what you do as well right. or do what you want to do as well, rather in that order. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that's great, a great way to just maintain a relationship with a client. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's just such good advice. Absolutely. Um, thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Wow. You know, the more that I get into, into real estate and the more that I learn, I've really found that, um, content and real estate can be like perfectly married. And that's true of a lot of businesses. Definitely. But, um, you, you, if you're in real estate or if you know anybody that's in real estate, you can either reach out to them or if you yourself are in real estate, you can just do your own content in house and save a crap ton of money, you know, follow both of your passions at the same time. And it can just be freaking super beneficial. And that's something we talked about a lot with the last guest on the show. Seth Crocker was just like having a nine to five that you love yeah. and having a side hustle. And I mean, this this kind of like photography was your nine to five in a sense first. Mm-hmm. And so it's really interesting seeing you able to incorporate your passions for both into that career and yeah. they both like complement each other so yep. well. What would you say to someone looking to take their creative talents and apply them and sort of meld them right. into another career looking to do that like real estate too even i mean the most important thing that you want to do first is no matter what it is you're in keep an open mind because pretty much you know if you put in a thought into something you can make it happen so even if you don't think that your career or your job can be molded with your with content or with your your passion for taking photos taking video whatever there's probably some kind of a way like if you work at um any kind of business um that does any kind of marketing you know then you can step in and help out with that. And even if your company already has somebody on staff that does marketing, just jump in and be like, hey, you know, I'm learning to take pictures. I'm learning to do video. I would love to hang out with you one day and just, you know, see what you do and help out a little bit in any way I can. And that can get you very valuable experience and um, maybe even, you know, get you a little extra money or something down the road. You never know. But um, in most businesses, you can somehow tie content into it. Like no matter what it is, you could have, a restaurant and you know do you know how many restaurants have like sick instagrams with sick food photos and they pay people to come in and take those pictures but if you say you're a freaking cook at a restaurant dude reach out to your boss and be like hey man i take some pretty all right pictures you know i'd love to come in and take some pictures of our food and have you guys promote it and they could love it and be like you know what we're just gonna move you from the kitchen and hire you on as marketing you never know you literally never know and it's it's it never hurts to ask Definitely. Yeah. And it helps you to build a portfolio too. Exactly. Because that's very important. Um, Free work, um, you know, is something that is definitely a part of the process with getting into paid work. Um, You have to pay your dues in a sense, as a lot of people say. And so, you know, starting off with something like that, just kind of experimenting and giving people a value. Um, now obviously you want to make sure that stops at a certain point when yes. like you have expenses and 100%, overhead, 100%. but 
doing a couple free jobs and just trying stuff for fun, yeah. getting out of your comfort zone. Oh yeah. I mean, that's such a good way to like have something to show to people you want to get paid for. Yep. And another really great way early on is something that I did to, to kind of do some portfolio building is like, Check out the creatives in your market because odds are there's a community of some kind. There's a creative community in pretty much every city. And in Charlotte, there was some. And um, Sony actually came out to Charlotte and they they had this meetup of like Sony meetup. Everybody was allowed to come. You didn't have to own a Sony. You could bring your own camera if you wanted to. But they brought like a truckload of Sony cameras and Sony lenses and they just stacked them up and um, you had to sign up. All, all that you had to should get, like give them your id and all that stuff but they would pretty much give you whatever sony equipment that you wanted let you free in this huge studio and they had models that they had brought in and you could take incredible pictures of like all these models and of all this stuff they had they brought in like this old vintage car and this huge studio it was freaking sick and it was completely free wow. and um i wouldn't have known about that unless i you know started researching stuff like that um and i got so much free awesome content from these professional models in a professional studio um so that and also a lot of creative groups will do meetups you know where they just everybody meets up you know sometimes they'll bring a couple models or the you know the photographers will you take pictures of each other's cameras whatever um and they'll walk around the city and a lot of people will have a lot more experience and they'll be able to tell you hey this is a sick location or hey you know you could go here and you just get a lot of content and you can use that as portfolio content and you learn free. so much from working with other people you do. like that too. Exactly. And if you have something during that meetup or during that walk around, or if you're meeting another creator and you're like, Hey, I've got this setting on my camera that I don't really understand. You know, this one right here. And they're like, Oh yeah. And then they explain it to you, you know, and surrounding yourself with people that, um, it's going to help you grow, especially like veterans kind of, if you surround yourself with people that have been doing it for a while and you haven't been doing it for a while, they're going to build you up and you're going to grow exponentially. Yeah. That's great. Kind of closing up everything with what we've talked about too. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to someone who is looking to do a very unique type of photography, maybe they don't even know yet. Yeah. You know, set themselves apart in a niche and make a living with it. You know, just pursue a passion that they love. And even if they have zero experience, sure. Like, let's say somebody is in a coffee shop and they have a point and shoot Panasonic Lumix camera. Right with like, you know, no detachable lens, what would you tell them? First of all, do a crap ton of research. Um, find out what's going on in your market because every city is different. Every market is different. Find out what everybody's doing, what all the other creatives are doing. Find something that either nobody is doing uh, that you think that you could do best or that very, very few people are doing and just go for it. Just jump in, all in. And the the number the number one like crucial thing is do not give up. Because there will be times where it will be very hard. You will not be making content that you're happy with. Um, you won't be making any money or very, very little money. And it will be very hard. But if you just are consistent with it and you just keep pounding it out, you'll get somewhere. And you will succeed 100%. Definitely. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Zach. Um, if you want to find Zach on his social media, and reach out to Zach because everybody I have on this show is pretty reachable in general. If you guys have questions or advice for me or them, feel free to interact on social media, send some questions and um, shoot him a DM. Sure. Um, his social media, like we listed earlier, is Zach.Visuals, Z-A-C-H.Visuals. Um, it's pretty easy to spell that latter half. <laughs> um, 
And then his spam account, kidding, um, his <laughs> real estate account is Z-A-C-H dot E-X-P. And if you're looking to buy a house, please buy a house from him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or if you want to listen to another podcast uh, on Z- uh, at Zach.exp, we do Evian and Chill, where we sit down and crack open a cold bottle of Evian and talk about real estate, business, and climbing skyscrapers. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Um, well, really, I came over here. I flew up. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess thanks for having me in your studio. Absolutely, man. And so we got to shoot Monday morning in Raleigh, and then uh, I fly back next week. Yeah. So. Awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you for watching Cameras and Caffeine. If you enjoyed this podcast, consider leaving a like down below to let me know. And if you want to support me and the content that I make in the future, you can buy me a coffee at my link down below in the description. This podcast is also available in audio format on both Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. We've got a brand new guest on every week, so if you want to hear more from me, definitely consider hitting that big red subscribe button and bell notification icon next to it so you can always be in the know when I upload new episodes and clips. And as always, see you in the next one.